0: Welcome to Employing Differences, a conversation about exploring the collaborative space between individuals.
1: I'm Paul Tevis
0: and I'm Karen Gimney.
1: Each episode we start with a question and we see where it takes us. This week's question is, is this a bad day?
0: So this is one of those questions that I think we don't have to tell you to ask yourself. We think it arrives (laughs) that either in sort of self-awareness or, you know, you go and in, and in, into somebody and, good morning, is it? <laughs> like, oh, are you having a bad day? <laughs> What's going on here? Um, so when that question comes up, I think what we want to explore today is, what do you do with it? Because we do have bad days and, you know, whether I'm aware that I'm having a bad day or I need someone else to point it out to me we all have that space. We, you know, if we have systems that only work when we're having good days, then to sort of touch back to last, week episode, last week's episode on resilience, we don't have a lot of resilience if we don't have plans for bad days. So what do we do in that space where either I'm aware that I'm having a bad day or I'm aware that somebody else is having a bad day, what do we do there?
1: Yeah. and. Uh... That idea of, you know, having systems that don't require us to always be operating at our best is really important. As a friend of mine likes to say, there's a reason why it's called your best right? it's not it's not your average. Right. It's not your and it's not your worst. Right. And so so part of it is we need to not assume that we always have to be showing up at our best. Because I think that's sometimes a thing we carry with us where we believe that, okay, we have, I have to show up at my best as my best every day. And that's culturally, that's a problem. That's a thing that shows up. But the other thing um, that that often leads to is we're often afraid or unable to admit that we're not at our best, that today is a bad day, that for whatever reason, things aren't working. As you've pointed out, we're often bad at hiding those things. <laughs> like other people can often tell it's a bad day for us maybe before we can. Uh, but one of the things that I've always found really useful uh, is presuming that it's it's a safe enough environment for me to do so to admit when I'm having a bad day and to the degree that I can to disclose why I am, like what's going on with me. I, I will always remember, i mean this seems like a little thing but it was a, a meeting with uh with my boss a number of years ago and she she just seemed really distracted and really out of it and maybe a little annoyed or irritated and i was just kind of going because it's me i was going what have i done like how have i provoked this and then you know about five minutes in she just said just so you know i'm having a migraine right now so if i seem a little off and i was like oh yeah you do She's like, oh, okay, I'm really sorry. I was like, no, I now know that it's not me that's doing that. Um, And that allowed me to relax. And then we were able to say, okay, so what would be like, do you want to postpone? Do you want to schedule? We could get into more of those things that you might choose to do if it is a bad day. But we were only able to do that because everybody knew, like there was, it was on the table, we were able to start working with it. So I think one of the first things that we can do as we're having a bad day is answer the question, can I tell people that? And can I tell them why? Like, cause there are maybe times when it doesn't seem like we can and that's all right. But first we need to know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sort of then the follow on with that is so then what happens when someone says they're having a bad day? And I think some of it is when I say I'm having a bad day, what am I, hoping because you're describing I think exactly what we hope will happen which is okay now people will know and if I you know as the result of my migraine or whatever's happening to me I am behaving off that they won't take it on themselves that they will have a little more patience and compassion that they might consider you know suggesting postponing or other things that you wouldn't normally just suggest on a typical day um but what what is it that I'm wanting and not wanting um and and also for the group like what does that mean we suggest that that person could leave the meeting but we're going to get the work done does that mean we stop and have a therapy session at this moment for that person which might be right like i'm having a bad day because i just got a call that my you know something related to work happened okay let's all work through that it's going to affect all of us Or even we're just the kind of office or the kind of group or the kind of space where we say, you know what, our work is less important than, you know, supporting and nurturing. And if that person feels safe enough, and that's the place that they want to do that work and, and, and there's a lot of complexity in figuring that out. Um, And I'm thinking about um, my, my personal situation that's ongoing actually, but I, I lost my son about four months ago. And. And I took some time off and everybody knew why I took time off, but I was coming back into a teaching role. And I thought a lot about, okay, everybody knows, it wasn't that people didn't know, but here I am showing back up again. And it was a big enough thing that people who care about me, even people who mostly know me because I teach classes that are mostly a professional relationship for me. And the nature of the work I do is that people feel more personally attached than they would if I was, you know, their plumber or something, but, um, but what what is that look like coming back into the space with this big thing that's happened to me that is now part of me, it's not going away, it's I, I have a lot more bad days lately than I would otherwise. Like there's all of that. And when I thought about it, what I realized is that what was going to be useful to me in that first moment of reentry when I was still awfully fragile was to not talk about it was to be like i needed to have that space be as normal as possible i'd been in grief space i would be in grief space but having a few hours of the day that were not about that thing that happened to me not about that experience not about that emotional space especially when i'm trying to be a teacher in that thing and so i sent out a message to everybody in advance and said you know this happened i'm coming back this is where i am and And many of you have sent notes and, you know, and appreciate, you know, all that, but saying, really, what would help me is if that class can be as normal as possible. And I would ask you, you know, happy to receive condolences in these other ways, but setting boundaries around in this class time, I'd really like people not to mention it, (laughs) like this is what I need. And, And I don't offer that story as that's always the right thing or that that would be true for somebody else, it might not be. But I think there is value in, especially if it's a big thing, you know, it, it's another thing of, you know, I ran a stop sign on my way in from work or I got a speeding ticket or something that's going to go away, that's relatively small. But when it's a big thing and and a thing that's likely to make other people uncomfortable and they aren't going to know how to respond to it to the extent that I was able to, and I, I had the luxury of time, but if I can say, this is what would help me, this is the thing that I need, this is, it, and I think it was important in that case, both that I said, this is how you can actively help me. These are the spaces and contexts in which that would be useful. And this is also what I'd really like you not to do <laughs> and, and being able to define that. I think that is really useful and, and it worked really well.
1: There's two things in there that I want to sort of point at a little bit. Um, one of them is uh, being aware right? Of your own sort of needs and, and wants around that. Which the thing is that when we're having a bad day or a whole series of bad days, our ability to discern that is often impaired, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bad day. We're not at our best. So maybe we're not as, uh, uh, you know, and so the, the fact that you said, look, I was able to have some time. I was able to think about the fact that when I came back into this space, you were able to run through some options and go, no that would not no i don't want that i do want this right you were able to to be deliberative about it and i suspect it probably took you a little longer to land on that set of things than it would have otherwise Um, but it points to a thing that shows up in in the show a lot which is that idea of really having the self-awareness getting in touch with what we are thinking and feeling and needing so that we can then communicate that to other people in ways that they can effectively do that for us. That's a really key part. Um, and I think that's true regardless of the, of the badness of the day or the level of, uh, of, of grief, of loss, of, of frustration, of whatever it is that you're going through. I think that's always useful. The other thing I think that, you, that I wanna point out there that's ter- tremendously useful is when there isn't information about how the other person would like us to handle it, we will generally default to what makes us feel the most comfortable or the least uncomfortable. And, and so as a result, it, it, we will get caught up in our own reaction to what's going on with the other person. right? And we then have compli- our own complicated feelings around okay, what am I supposed to do with someone who is grieving? Like, do do I, do I just tell them, you know, or someone who's struggling, who's having a difficult time with, who's very frustrated. Um, you know, I'm, I'm someone who has, uh, who struggles with being around people who are going through strong negative emotions where they they don't, where they're stuck, right? And I get that, like cognitively, I get that that's just a thing you need to experience. And I feel helpless like I feel powerless to help for them. And so I get caught up in my own reaction Mm -hmm. rather than focusing on, I actually want to be helpful to this other person. And that might just be, we're not going to talk about it. It might be I'm going to acknowledge that they're going through some difficulty and I'm not going to try to solve their problem. Like Mm -hmm. the more that, the more that we can provide guidelines for other, for what we do and don't want from other people when we're having a bad day, the more that they're actually gonna do that rather than whatever their default is, which is about tending to their own emotional distress around it. Um, and so there, those were two things that I heard in there that I think were really probably why that was really useful to you and why that why that worked as well as it did.
0: Yeah. And I really wanna pick up on that, the piece you're talking about of when we hear that someone's having a bad day, you know, we don't all have the same script like we all have sort of different reactions you know some of us are like okay get as far away from that as I possibly can that's what I learned some of us are I'm gonna fix it some of us are um you know I'm, I'm gonna tell me about it talk about it you know like I'm, I'm gonna listen to you for days and encourage you to keep talking which may or may not be useful like but that piece about we all arrive in that with our own need we probably arrive with our own story. Yeah, that's like the time I lost someone mm-hmm. or that's like the time um, we, many of us will arrive in it with an instinct to advice giving that that might be related to the fix it gene, That <laughs> you know, all of that comes. and And the more that we can build our own self-awareness around, okay, when someone's hurting or struggling, what is my instinct? And then being really careful about doing that thing and just sort of noticing, okay, I'm in the presence of someone in pain. I'm in the presence of someone who's struggling. My default, the thing that makes me feel good is this. If that's the thing I'm inclined to do, I better second guess myself. Like I better stop and say, okay, I always, I always think it's gonna help if I bring brownies. <laughs> and. And ignoring the fact that this person's been on Weight Watchers for the last ten years, you know, like, maybe brownies isn't the thing. like whatever is that sort of go-to instinctive thing? Pause and look for evidence in the other person. Mm-hmm. It, are they asking for that? Are they looking for that? And and it may even be to say to them, you know, what I'm thinking might help would be this thing. Would that help you? Is that what you? want Um, but just being very aware of help and i think we did an episode on when is help helpful (laughs) and and we're back in that space again but it's Mm -hmm. with that added freight of the emotionality and recognizing that the that person who's not having a good day they may be someone that's hard to say yes that they find it hard to say yes to help they may find it hard to say no to help they may be someone who likes to it, you know, like overshares all the time and that feels good to them. They may feel further traumatized by being asked to share and being put on the spot. Like there, there's this whole range. And so there's just a lot about slowing down and and paying attention to what is it that's actually in front of me today. And what is my back channel script that's coloring what's in front of me today. And and then a whole lot of discernment about what's really gonna be useful, given everything that we know.
1: Mm -hmm. This is, I think, also one of those places where uh, if we have any degree of, uh, I need to do things right in our character, uh, where it goes haywire, right? Because depending on how bad somebody's bad day is, there is no good way to deal with it right? There is no, there's no right. There is no perfect. There is there is nothing that is just going to make everything better. And so we can second, third, and fourth guess ourselves a lot, right? On the way to try to find the perfect answer. And I think it's where we also have to, we have to be willing to step in the space of, of recognizing that even if you do things perfectly, things are going to be difficult and painful, and there's going to be a struggle. Um, and that's not, we shouldn't immediately take that as a sign that we've done something wrong. There may not be anything right that we can do. And so if we can take that additional sort of meta burden off of ourselves, of just kind of, if I want to be helpful, uh, if I want to actually express care, if I want to help this other person's needs get met, I I need to get over my own sense of I've got to do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and being able to go, yeah, this is going to be hard. Like, this is just is a hard thing. This is an uncomfortable, painful thing, depending on the badness of the day. Uh, that And and um, that that can sometimes be the struggle, right? Because sometimes our pattern is, uh, if I don't know what the right thing to do is, I'm just going to step completely out. And there are times when that's, that's the right thing to do, right? That's the thing about, uh, we've talked about this a bunch recently about these deeply patterned responses, is that, they're useful sometimes. Are they going to be useful in this situation? We don't know. We can't know ahead of time. Um, And so we, they're kind of, I I think that one of the places I'd go back to is that if I'm, if I'm having a bad day uh, and you recognize that, then then kind of the most useful thing for you to do is I can't be at my best how how good can you be, <laughs> right? And and don't put too much burden on yourself to to be at your absolute best. But recognize you may need to carry a little bit more um, mm-hmm. than than I am able to in that moment. And you know, and kind of how that works out.
0: And I think that sense of giving self grace also applies to when I'm the one having the bad day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That that we need it to be okay to say i'm not at my best today this is a day i'm not going to do this thing or that thing or um, my my daughter's part of coaching summer camp and part of their training was if you are not feeling well if you are not if you are irritable if you are snapping at kids like we have enough staff you can go home (laughs) because you can't be coaching kids circus camp as she is and snapping at kids all day that's just not going to work and we're not gonna punish you or think poorly of you. If you say, yeah, I, I need a day. <laughs> this, is, this is not a good place for me to be today. And so whether it's something as extreme as that, or it's, you know, this is the day to go through my backlog of emails, not my day to write that complicated contract or whatever the thing is like, this is not a good day for me. And to be willing to not layer shame on top of mm-hmm. the reality that this is not a good day that, that it's normal to have bad days. And it's wise to just say, yep, this is not a good day. And there are things I can't do. And, and maybe even, okay, there's one thing that's gonna be hard that I have to do today. So I'm not doing anything else. Like a normal day I could do, you know, those other five things I thought I was gonna do and that one really hard thing. Today, that's not gonna work. Today, I need to take a two hour lunch and then I can do that one thing I have that that really can't not be or whatever it is but just that grace to say I don't have to pretend that everything's fine I I can be fully present in the whole reality of what is and I may compartmentalize I believe me I've been doing a lot of that the last few months of saying this is not the moment I'm thinking about that I'll think about it later like we can all do some of that but be realistic about how much is that useful, how much is it feasible, how much will it really work and feel good about doing the best I can on a bad day is the best I can. Like, that is my best work on that day. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, so to track where we've been, we really talked about, you know, we are not at our best every day. There is the best of each day and there's the best, and some days are better than many days are worse than others. So how do we work with that? How do we deal with that? Um, so the first piece of that is you know, you becoming aware of like, where are you at today? Like how, how, what's, what's going on with you? The self-awareness piece. Um, and to the degree that you can, and that is appropriate, letting other people know where, where you're at, what's going on, the thing that's even more useful is to be able to tell them and so because of that here's what i here's what i need here's what i want and here's what i don't want uh, that requires you to have done the self reflective work to land at that spot which is hard um, and if you don't have a regular practice of doing that doing it on bad days is even harder uh, it's a really it's really uh, don't wait until that point to try to develop the skill Because if you do that, it really helps other people to actually support you in the ways that are actually useful to you. If you don't do that, what's more likely to happen is people are gonna respond with their own instincts of how to be helpful, their own patterns that are really more about addressing their own anxieties rather than the situation in front of them. And that may not lead to the result that any of you want. And so the degree to which you're able to give guidance is the de- degree to which you're more likely to be better supported on those days when you are not at your best. Uh, and th- this also just recognizing that there may be times when you, re- you go, I'm, I'm not gonna get into that situation today. right? I'm gonna recognize and give myself some grace and go, you know, I could be doing that today, but I don't need to. And that would take a lot that I don't think I really have. And so I'm going to defer that. I'm going to push that off. I'm going to maybe ask somebody else if they could take care of it. Uh, but, but being aware of what, what is within your capabilities today, what is the best that you can do today, and working within those limits, giving yourself some grace around that. If you are uh, trying to help somebody who is struggling on a particular day, giving yourself grace about the fact that there is no good or perfect way to handle these situations. Uh, and being able to just be together, to, to be sensitive to that space between. Turn up your sensitivity to that sort of as much as you can because it is, your, uh, it, it is the thing that you can rely on. How is what I'm trying to do landing? How is this working? Another thing I'll add just sort of at the end here is sometimes it's just useful to read that space, to remark on it, to say, it seems like things are not going how either of us hoped this would. Maybe we wanna do something different. Uh, and, and tune into that, uh, to comment on it when you can, and really to stay as connected as you can with the other person, um, whether or not you are the one who's having the bad day or the one who's trying to help the one who is.
0: That's going to do it for us today. Until next time, I'm Karen Gimnig.
1: And I'm Paul Tevis. And this has been Employing Differences.